Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Top WWE star injured and will miss several months. WWE have already spoiled one of the Royal Rumble surprises. The real reason Cody Rhodes missed AEW's Battle of the Belts. We've got Triple H's backstage reaction to all those NXT releases. Tom Phillips debuts at Impact's Hard to Kill last night. And Ring of Honor has invaded Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill pay-per-view as well. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling here on a Sunday. And it's not a solo Sunday news. I am joined myself. I am Andrew Pollard. I am joined today by brother Murray, Andy Murray. What are you doing on a weekend, sir? Sunday morning tourist brother, just trying to rack up those holiday days. You know how it goes. <laughs> I do. Uh, thanks for giving up your time to join me here to waffle about a load of wrestling on a Sunday. Uh, thanks to all of you out there for tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, comment, all that good stuff. Be nice with the comments. It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday and we're very yeah. highly caffeinated uh, also lacking in sleep but that's because there's been loads of wrestling last night uh, there was Impact Wrestling's Hard to Kill there was AEW's Battle of the Belts but before we get into any of that stuff the first new story we've got Brother Murray is about Sasha Banks now Sasha Banks is due for a spell on the sidelines for what is said to be between 6 to 8 weeks so the Royal Rumble that's that's way out of the equation. Um, now she was supposed to be injured. Uh, well, a foot injury is what the the, the reports saying from WWE itself. So this isn't just rumblings, brother. This isn't just speculation. This isn't innuendo. This is WWE itself coming out and saying that Sasha Banks is dealing with, as they put it, a bruise, calcaneus, calcaneus bone, some sort of bruise bone. Anyway, <laughs> it, 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 she's got a bruise on a bone that's going to put her out of action for six to eight weeks. It was, uh, there was reports earlier in the week that she'd had an injury last weekend uh, at a live event in Fayetteville, North Carolina, in the match with Charlotte Flair. Uh, the X, X sign went up as it always does. It was off a tilt world slam. And these reports now are being obviously substantiated by WWE Reed to say Sasha's going to be missing for six to eight weeks. Uh, there's nothing broken, which is always good to hear, uh, but an MRI has thrown up this diagnosis. Uh, and so it's, it's a, it's a bad one for the boss, but the, 
Fightful added on this, well, Fightful Slap, Sean Ross Slap over there saying that WWE Creative were already planning to not have Sasha in the mix for the Rumble because they thought this might be a bit of an injury that will keep her on the shelf for a while. And that is going to be the case. Of course, WrestleMania is April, April, what, 2nd and 3rd. So still all being well on track for Mania, but the Royal Rumble is out. Bit of a, a tough one for the boss to take, I guess, Brother Mori. Yeah, for sure. She's obviously a highlight on WWE television. Whenever she's fit and able to compete and uh, not having Sasha Banks on, on SmackDown for 16 weeks is kind of going to suck. But the, I guess the positive coming out of this is that it is just a bruise uh, to the whatever boned name the WWE writer made up there. I'm sure that's not a real thing. Uh, all the doctors in the comments section currently raging. Uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of ill-timed as well. WWE could really use some extra bodies to fill out that Women's Royal Rumble. They've gutted their roster somewhat in recent months. But they did announce 19 people this week on SmackDown, didn't they? So yeah, best wishes to Sasha Banks. Hope it's a swift recovery. And you know what? Talking about the Royal Rumble, it's a nice segue into our second story here. Uh... WWE have kind of spoiled the surprise, uh, sort of. They actually spoiled a bunch of them, really, didn't they? On SmackDown, when they were like, hey, Lita, the Bella Twins, and Michelle McCool. It was like, what? what are you talking about? They don't work here anymore. What's going on? But they're included in the Women's Royal Rumble. And so is Summer Rae, who is the person who has revealed that her surprise has kind of been spoiled. So speaking on her Instagram story, uh, Summer Rae basically said, this was supposed to be like an on-the-night surprise, as in the classic Royal Rumble, the countdown, hits zero, the music hits, and it's like, hey, that's cool, I've not seen them in a few years. Uh, but WWE went ahead and announced it. Uh, she a message for her fans here, just thanking everyone for the positive reaction, the support, and everything else. So, looks like, for some reason, WWE have gone, hey, we don't like surprises anymore, let's just announce it. Uh, and gone through with this. Uh, Summer Rae's appearance is pretty significant for her. I mean, she was released by WWE in 2017. Summer Rae, uh, it's yeah it's 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 good to see her back it doesn't get me too excited mickey james in there as the the impact of knockout course. champion who retained the title last night at, at hard to kill against the Barazzo in a badass uh texas death match a really good match got you wait to watch that one that mickey james gets me intrigued um the bella twins yeah uh yeah but it's lita but i don't know there's there's the way of looking at it thinking if Okay, if they've given up on surprises, and then the other side is, well, if they're announcing all these people already, what other surprises have they got? But then, what other surprises could they have for the Women's Rumble, really? I mean, Trish Stratus, maybe. And then yeah. there's that that kind of dangling presence that is there, but not there. Ronda Rousey, maybe. I. They're in need of stars, Brother Murray. And if, if you're going to go all out with the Women's Rumble, I mean, what bigger star have you got than Ronda Rousey to throw in there? But um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see on that one. That's my favorite pay-per-view of the year, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't know. This Rumble feels a bit... Mm, uh, it's, it's yeah. Uh, if, it, if it doesn't work out, I can always go back to watching the 1992 Rumble and make myself smile. That's how I always look at these there things. Like, there's always that one. It doesn't take away from that. You got to be fair to Flair. Uh, and a, a longtime rival of Ric Flair, of course, is Dusty Rhodes, which nicely segues to Cody Rhodes. Um, I'm, Very I'm, nice. This is the coffee kicking in. Uh, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> of course, who was absent from uh, from last night's Battle of the Belt show. Initially, he was due to defend the TNT title against Sammy Guevara. Uh, it was announced on, I think it was on the Friday that, yeah, ahead of Rampage, there was going to be an announcement that somebody was going to be missing due to an injury from Battle of the Belts. It turned out to be Cody, not an injury as such, a medical situation. And Cody is taken to his social media to, to say that he has tested positive 
the COVID-19. Well, technically, he says, uh, I, I, I've got a quote here. I appreciate everybody reaching out. Brandy and I are in isolation with family that have unfortunately tested positive yeah. for COVID. So whether it's Cody or not, who's tested positive for COVID, either way, he's in isolation. Brandy's in isolation. Um, of course, in Cody's absence, they did an interim uh, match where it was Dustin Rhodes against Sammy Guevara, which obviously Sammy was victorious in. And then after that match, there was a little bit of needle with a certain Daniel Garcia, the Red Death, to set up seemingly a match for Daniel Garcia versus Sammy Guevara for the interim TNT title. Now, it, we, we, in wrestling, we don't really see interim titles. Uh, I mean, you get the odd bit here and there, but it's, it's something you see in boxing, it's something you see in MMA and UFC. Uh, and to me, I thought this was a really, like Cody says, how you touched on it, how it's thanks for AEW for still allowing the TNT title to represent it. I think it's really cool that you've, you keep that title fresh, you keep it in the mix, you keep it uh, at the forefront by having an interim title. Triple H, let's talk about him. NXT, there's been a lot of been a lot of stuff going on there recently, hasn't there? Over the past few months, the complete revamp, the overhaul into NXT 2.0, and of course, this past week, lots of personnel being let go. Your William Regals, your Road Dogs, your Gabe Sapolsky's, uh, Timothy Thatcher, a bunch of people. We've covered that earlier in the week. But for the first time, we have a sniff of Triple H's backstage reaction to all of this, which was probably one of the biggest questions coming out of these stories. It's from Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torch, who has described the past few years of NXT as Triple H kind of building his team for the day he would eventually take over Raw, SmackDown, or the main roster entirely. So your Sapolsky's, your Road Dogs, everyone else, that would be his guys if he went up to the very top. Obviously, those people are now gone they're free agents they've been released no longer with the company now in terms of his reaction itself keller hasn't heard anything particularly newsworthy or reportable uh, as he said here uh, but triple h is likely bummed out in his words by the situation and look if i've built a little team and then the guy above me has gone hey little team get lost i'd be bummed out as well and i'm sure you would be as well sir oh absolutely it's it's almost like i don't know when you get I don't know if you're like a football manager or any sports team and you have your, your, your team, of you've got your assistant manager, your coaches, everybody you put together to drive this club or side or team, whatever, or, or uh, franchise, they call it in the States, to success. And then someone's just gone, ah, you got all these guys together. No, it's fine. They can all go. We're going to get Dayglow, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's you, I mean, as a wrestler, obviously he was very, very good. But I was never the biggest Triple H fan um, because he was a really good heel. He was a really good dickhead. Um, and then there was like the Reign of Terror, which is like, oh, no. Yeah, but it's no. like the, the work he's done in NXT, the, the group of people he put together, whether it's Shawn Michaels, Rodog, William Regal, that's the big one. That was that was the big one. I think we all kind of saw the writing on the wall for Samoa Joe, sadly. Anyway, technical difficulties there that we may or may not have had on this Sunday. Uh, something, something Triple H, something, something NXT, something, something William Regal, something, something Samoa Joe. It's all uh, God. It's a, it's a rough old time for the game, and you just I, I was off on some diatribe about how uh, just how stupid it is for WWE to let such talented people go. And I think we can all agree on that, and you can make up uh, your own thoughts and probably agree with me and Mister Murray on that one. That it's just like it's. It's baffling, man. It's baffling. It sucks. It sucks. 
oh yeah and, and then this next story but this is this is going well off the works i was like where where were we i was thinking where i went to before we got um rudely interrupted <laughs> with, with the nxt talk but there is another story with last night impacts hard to kill pay-per-view tom phillips or the former tom phillips made his debut uh tom hanifan as he's now going by which is his real name uh well seemingly is a replacement for matt striker who well he departed impact wrestling last week uh hanifan it, well the news initially was broken just before hard to kill by rennie paquette uh rennie paquette was saying about how he's going to be basically uh tom hanifan's going to be on impact hard to kill and also how she's got an interview with him on her oral sessions podcast on i believe it's this coming tuesday to talk about uh his, his well his time with wwe his departure from wwe and his new role in impact wrestling um now he'd been with wwe prior uh, from i think it was 2012 we commentated on raw smackdown nxt nxt uk uh 205 live everything and was damn good at his job i thought but was released in May, was replaced on the Raw uh, announced booth by uh, by Adnan Vink, which that worked out really, really well for all involved. Uh, but yeah, that was in <laughs> April. And then Tom was gone, bless him, in the May the following month. Um, but to me, this is a this is a really good pickup for, for Impact Wrestling. Oh, Matt Stryker, he, he divides opinion in, in wrestling circles. I, I always think he's He's got more upside and has downside, more positives than it is negative. But he, if, if he's left the company, which he has, I think Tom Hannafan is, is a great pickup for, for Impact Wrestler. What about yourself, Andy Murray? Yeah, I agree. I think it's an upgrade for sure. Um, with obviously all due respect to Matt Striker, no shade on him. <laughs> you, can, you, can't, you can't throw in all due respect after saying, like, it's an upgrade. <laughs> Yay! Hey, screw you, pal. Not saying that at all. Trying not to say that at all. I think Tom Phillips or Tom Hannafan. Uh, assuming that's his real name uh, I think he's a very slick professional announcer I was surprised when WWE let him go because I thought he was one of their best play-by-play guys uh, and you know Impact Wrestling they get him in it's immediately a bit of a slicker broadcast I think um, they've had a lot of chopping and changing in the announce booth over the years haven't they so hopefully this is the start of like a settled team coming together and again I'm sorry for saying it's an upgrade Matt Striker. I really am uh, but I think Tom Phillips is just really good at his job that's the esteem I hold him in and one of the things uh, that Tom Phillips was there or Tom Hannafan sorry I'm sorry to give you your WWE name Tom uh, but one of the things he was there to commentate on was a Ring of Honor invasion at the end, well, towards the end of the pay-per-view, after the ten-man hardcore war, a bunch of Ring of Honor guys coming together and seemingly forming some kind of little faction here in Impact Wrestling. It's exciting stuff, but hard to kill. Exciting stuff indeed. And it was referred to as an invasion on commentary. That's why we're using uh, that specific terminology. The people involved were PCO, Vincent, Matt Taven, and Mike and Maria Bennett, of course. Uh, a bunch of these folk have appeared in Impact Wrestling before, um, but they're here now in a more organized format. They basically kicked everyone's ass, that's how it went down. Uh, PCO did one of his crazy old man dives to the apron, squashing people as he's prone to doing despite his advancing years. Uh, that's how he's made his name, that's how he stays on top. Electricity, all of that stuff getting himself electrocuted in segments. I don't know if he still does that, but if he does, good for him. Either way, it looks like we're getting some kind of Ring of Honor fraction coming together. It's good to see the kind of spirit of Ring of Honor kept going in a format like this because the promotions feature is obviously a little bit up in the air at the moment. But I thought this was an impactful angle on a good pay-per-view. Yeah, it was, it was a very good pay-per-view. I, I went into it looking forward to it and I came away 
uh, absolutely uh, made up with it. There was like, just four really banging matches, and the matches that didn't totally bang were still really good. Uh, one of the matches that banged hard was Jonathan Gresham, the RH World Champion, defending successfully retaining uh, against Chris Saban. Um, and this this whole RH invasion, uh, it's it's got my interest. I mean, it's it's a good way, like you kind of alluded to there, Murray. It's it's a good way to keep the RH name out of there while the company's on hiatus. Whether it's stuff like this, whether it's you have Josh Woods, the pure champion, uh, appearing on AW Dark. You've got the Briscoes, the, the RH Tag Champions, teasing plenty of things with FTR. Uh, Roxy as well, the RH Women's Champion. She was in attendance at Hard to Kill. So it's it's just it's ways of keeping that ring of honor name out there for whatever is next for the promotion. Uh, I mean, it's yeah, it's we, we don't know what the future is for Ring of Honor, but this is yeah, it's, it's just a good way to, to keep people aware of the company rather than just having um having nobody defend those titles, having nobody of any notice on any big shows for what four months it's it's a way of yeah. like right okay well we we can't do shows ourselves but Gresham you go and wrestle for impact uh Josh Woods you go and wrestle for AEW whatever uh obviously Jay Lethal has signed with AEW so that's that's official but yeah man I, it was the, the invasion has my interest and yes um what you're asking the last time I, I've seen him uh PCO still very much does do the whole electrifying stuff him and Dan Housen who is sadly injured at the moment very nice yeah. very evil Teeth. He likes teeth. Love Danhausen. Love that Danhausen, to give it the correct terminology. Top boy. Hope to see him show up somewhere as well. Um, I guess before we wrap up, there's a, qu- a question that came in this morning from Mark Solard on Twitter. Morning, Andrew. Happy New Year. Morning, Mark. Happy New Year. Uh, and by Andrew, I guess he's a, uh, he's obviously clearly referencing both of us, Mr. Murray. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he knew you were coming <laughs> on. Um, uh, thoughts on what WWE wrestlers can bring some legitimacy slash showtime back to the IC and US titles. I think Rollins or Miz should get the IC title and uh, and then feud with Shinsuke would be great. Um, who could bring some prestige and legitimacy to those secondary titles then for yourself? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the IC title in particular desperately needs this, doesn't it? I mean, Shinsuke's had the belt since August or September? August, yeah, yeah, yeah. August. I believe he only defended it once on TV, which was in September against Apollo. And that's, yeah. that's it. It's like... So it's been like coming up on four months since this guy properly defended the belt. Um, It's never been more abundantly clear to me that WWE don't care about this thing and that's a shame given its history. Um, Obviously it's on a different brand at the moment, but I think you've got the right guy there, Mark. Honestly, I think The Miz is the guy. I think the last time you know it's not going to be the work rate belt again i don't think the intercontinental title we're years beyond that i don't think they have interest in presenting it as that i would love that don't get me wrong but i don't think that's anything they'd realistically do but for me the last truly great intercontinental title reign was the miz uh back in 2016 2017 when they had the Dolph ziggler feud and the great promo on daniel bryan on on talking smack and all of that he was really on fire and um, if they could recapture some of that magic i think it'd be a great boon to the division i'm well aware that he's on raw and the intercontinental title is on smackdown but i think it's a good idea and that's what i'm going with I like that. I like that you stick it to it. Regardless of the... It's WWE. The Miz will be on SmackDown. They break their own rules, don't they? Exactly. They don't care. I I agree. There was was that time when it was like Miz, Ziggler, Rollins. Basically, when Brock Lesnar was the world champ and had had the big belt somewhere else, it's like, right, we need to do something. Right, the IC titles, like front and center uh, on Raw. And it was, yeah, it was... You you had Rollins, but then Bangers with Ziggler, Ziggler and Miz. It was, yeah. uh, I, I think for me, right now, Jesus... I think the Miz would be a great shout for the US title or, or the Intercontinental title if you can jiggle the brands up around a bit. Uh, but like, God, you look at it and thinking, who's 
it's not even so much who has the title it's about how you present the title that's that's the thing it's like you could you could put the the intercontinental title on brock lesnar next week but if you're booking him like trash <laughs> then it makes no difference um part of me also thinks like i don't know maybe towards the end of the year you just if you're gonna go all in you throw it on you you call him up and you throw it on brom breaker one of these titles and just have him yeah, decimate fools do steiner stuff to, to people in a steiner way with a steiner name give him that goddamn name <laughs> but yeah <laughs> just ha- have him like slap fools around the head win that whatever secondary title us or ic and just dominate people in four or five minutes and you get that mystique to it you get that intrigue to it you get that legit mystery because the dude's a beast the dude's a beast but hey yeah, I, I don't know. I, I have uh, very uh, slim hopes of either of those secondary titles meaning anything anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think they've done a, a pretty good job of protecting Damien Priest by modern standards, but... Uh, well, wait, do they protect Damien or do they protect Priest? Which one is it? This is it. This this is it. Maybe he'll get a third personality soon. <laughs> oh, What's no. his middle name? Gavin or something. I don't know. <laughs> Tonight you're going to get Gavin, which sounds like some creepy date that you're going to get with somebody. Um, I, I, I think this is this is where we, where we wind this up. Um, this has been a very unique Sunday news. Uh, Andy Murray, thank you for, for, for coming and joining me on a Sunday. God bless you, good brother. Uh, where can people keep up to date with you yourself on the Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Andy H. Murray and you can follow your good self, sir, at... Uh, at Coaching Left Peg. Uh, and obviously you can follow all of us at What Coaches WWE. And a special shout out at the end of this to our editor, Ryan, who is going to have... Uh, <laughs> It might take until Tuesday to edit this one, I think, because it's been a... Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Ryan, and sorry for anybody who's had to enjoy this. But be sure to like, subscribe, comment. Uh, I will see you next Sunday. Andy Murray, I'm sure we'll see you tomorrow, Monday, yeah? That's right. I'll be back tomorrow, baby. Exactly. Take care of yourself out there on a Sunday, whatever you're doing, whether you're chilling out, maxing, relaxing, shooting some people outside of the school, <laughs> whatever you're doing with your Sunday, have a good one, and we will see you soon. <laughs>